welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, um, with me, your host, Jackson Stone, and I'm here with a real-life professional baseball player, uh, Cody Scroggins. Welcome to the show, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Um, you know what's really funny is that... Give it to me. Uh, so we haven't known each other that long, maybe a few months. Yeah. Right. We work, we work with each other at this baseball facility called Elite 5 Tool Fit. And obviously when I meet people in real life, I introduce myself as Aaron because <laughs> that's my real name. And so then when I have them come on the show and I do this whole intro about Jackson Talks Everybody, I'm Jackson Stone, I always think it's pretty funny and kind of weird at the same time. I thought um, it was your normal name. You thought Jackson was my normal name? Yeah, your real name. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, you gave me Aaron day one. I'm like, I mean, maybe he goes by his middle name. Everyone does that every now and then. Ah, okay. So I, like I saw Jackson Stone, I'm like, I like it. Oh, cool. I like the name. Thank you. I like Aaron too. I like Aaron a lot. I used to know, actually. I used to actually not like Aaron. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Just when did that? When did that start to happen? Like eighth um, grade? Just like Aaron's just not it for me. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. And then I and then I like because you know when we play sports, like no one usually calls it's you your first name. name. It's the last name. You know. Yeah. And so I like never got called Aaron ever, and then I stopped playing baseball. And people started calling me Aaron. Like I was my last. It was name. confusing you. Yeah, you didn't like that. Yeah. My last name is Mashbits, so people would call me like Mash, uh, or they would say the full name, which I really liked, or they would say my, just my last full name. And then I, I got into the real world when I graduated college and stopped playing ball. And people started calling me Aaron. So this is. Awesome. I'll tell you what. I'm not ready to be called Mr. Scroggins. Right. That's gonna be super weird. I'm gonna cut that down immediately. Uh, it's like. Mm, and then and then I got and then I joined pro wrestling. And I got Jackson Stone name. So I, did you pick that or yeah. did someone? Okay, okay. I picked that for sure, yeah. And then I actually liked then being called Aaron. So it's been like a whole full. You were all over the place yeah. with this Aaron. You know, and it. then when I go and visit my college friends and they call me Mock or Mash or Mash Bits, I'm like, it feels cool. So, you know? Back at it. Yeah. So I got a lot of names. But this <laughs> on this show specifically, I am Jackson Stone. Correct. But, Jackson okay. Stone. Um, so I'm super pumped you're on this. Yeah, you're my for first professional me. athlete on this show ever. Mm. Except I've had a lot of professional wrestlers, but you're a professional baseball player. Mm -hmm. um, so that's super cool, like amazing to me um, to get to that level that you're at. <clears throat> Before we dive into like, your baseball career, who you are, your background, all that amazing stuff, okay. I want to ask you one quick question. Okay. Super important question, I think. I, I think it's especially important in the times we're in right now. Um, I think it's important to create like open and honest dialogue between people. Where is this going? Um, and so I'm gonna ask you this question. If you wanna answer it honestly, that'd be awesome. If you don't, that's cool too. <laughs> Just lie. Uh, but I'm gonna ask you, like, how are you doing? Like, for real, for real, I wanna know. For real, I'm doing good. Man. Yeah. Like, I got engaged over quarantine. Woo! My third, yeah. Moved down here with her, she's in dental school. Got this gig here at Elite 5 Tool, met some great guys like you. Aww. Right now, I'm actually not happy because I just threw a little live ABs. Yeah. Didn't go too hot, but not bad for the first one, but you know, it's a little frustrating. Yeah, so let's break that down. So, okay. you're a pitcher. Yeah. Boston Red Sox organization. Uh-huh. Okay. And you're about to leave for spring training? Correct, yeah. At the end of the month. Uh-huh. So today is March 10th. 10th, yeah. This right. episode will probably come out in April. And so you have already left, left for spring training. Yeah, I'll probably leave. We don't have an exact report day, but March 30th, 31st. Okay. And where are you headed? Fort Myers. That's where our spring training facility is at. Okay. So I'll be there for a month. 
and then they'll send me to either Greenville, South Carolina, or Salem, Virginia, high A or A ball. Okay. I don't know that answer yet. Okay. You never, you never really know that answer yet. They know, but like, you just go to spring training, and then you. But you don't know yet. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and so at here, on Elite Five Tool, you run classes, you do private lessons, but the, mm-hmm. the most important part of what you're doing is you're trying to get ready for the season. Yeah. And so today you threw a live bullpen mm-hmm. for people who aren't there. baseball fans, basically getting on a mound and throwing like a simulated game. Yeah. Um, and it didn't go well, you said. No. I mean, some people look at it and like it went fine for your first, but I really hard on myself all the time, honestly, sure. so I wasn't happy of the performance today. Mm-hmm. I, I always think that's like super interesting, right? Okay. Because on one, the only way to become elite at anything mm-hmm. is to be really hard on yourself and self-critical. You gotta fail. You're gonna fail. Right, you have to. Yeah. But in the same vein, are you really gonna reach a super high level, like playing with the Boston Red Sox or being a Hall of Famer or whatever the super high level is, Mm-hmm. Like where does it where does it end with the self critique and begin with like understanding that that's gonna happen and then kind of being nicer to ourselves and then and then uh, doing it the next day again like where does that begin and end for you? Uh, it's always been. Like, I'm gonna yeah. So like I went to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I uh, kind of failed there. Not much. I had Tom and John my sophomore year, so I went through a lot of adversity there. But I rushed it, and which was I mean it was good at the time, but obviously it just I would throw an inning. I was out for like. A month just because my arm was so sore but then finally my redshirt junior year finally got my arm back to healthy and I had a really pretty good year <clears throat> first time actually failing was in pro ball in short season which short season is not a thing anymore but in short season I uh first three outings were great I'm like this is I like this it's going good I got the momentum going I'm confident crap at the fan one game and I lost it mm-hmm. as in like the next four outings couldn't find a strike zone walking people left and right and so like his name's Coach Greeny, but he was our pitching coach for the short season. And he basically, like, it was so weird the way he said it. But he's like, I know you're not happy right now, but I'm so excited you failed. I'm like, the hell do you mean? Like, right. I'm not happy right now. He's like, I can't tell you how many guys who don't fail as soon as they get the minor league ball and their success and then they fail in the majors mm. and then don't figure it out and they can't get back up there. Mm. The fact that you failed right now and you're learning how to adapt this and learn how to do this, to cope with it, is going to be so much better in the long run. And, like, ever since then, like, I'm still hard on myself, but, like, I'm calm every now and then. Like, yeah. it's, like it's like, it's baseball. You fail three three times out of ten, you're hitting 300 in the major leagues, and you're right. making a big paycheck. That's yeah. yourself. You failed seven times. It's just, this game is so mentally, it's, like, crazy. Yeah, it's wild. So I, I like that switch that you made, right? Because mm-hmm. we... Because being hard on yourself and, like, motherfucking yourself can get you pretty far. Oh, we can cuss? Yeah, we can cuss. It can get you pretty far. You know what I mean? It yeah, has it really can. Far, yeah. But it only can get you to a certain, certain threshold. Level. And then your coach is at high levels, exactly like he told you, is saying, yes, of course you can be hard on yourself because you got to improve on the things you didn't do right. But then, really, it's it's okay. Yeah. Because the beauty End of the day, baseball you get, yeah. is you're always going to get another chance. You play again. Unless you're being nice you stop playing because you weren't good enough. <laughs> You play the next day. It's what they always say. Like, I mean, which in the minor leagues you literally play every day. So like, your name's gonna be called again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful transition. You mm-hmm. know, 
Did uh, growing up, were did things come pretty easy to you as an athlete? Yeah. Were you a multi-sport athlete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was soccer all the way up until yeah, soccer. Soccer is a sweet sport. Dude, I loved it, man. I <laughs> parents thought I was going to college play soccer, hundred percent. Yeah. Until I got to I think seventh or eighth grade. Probably quit. I quit. Played football and baseball, and yeah. You wanted to quit as personal choice. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't, I don't really remember. I just quit, but like, yeah, I had a blast as a little kid just playing soccer. Just. I had ADHD, I was just full of energy, 24-7, yeah. just go kick a soccer ball, and I became really good at it. Mm. And uh, I think, uh, oh, geez, how old was I? Maybe 10 or 11. Uh, my coach, it was a traveling team, uh, Lightning, he wanted me to go to Brazil and play with some traveling team. Whoa. And I'm like, hold up. Brazil? Yeah. As like a teen? As like a teen, yeah. And I'm just like, my parents obviously shut that down real quick. Like, I'm not traveling to Brazil and being 12 years old, but like, I'm like, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. But quit, played football and baseball. Football became pretty easy. I was just, I just love that sport, honestly. You love football. Mm-hmm. It was just so fun, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't know what it was, but obviously baseball is fun too. But I just loved going to football practice. Yeah. It sounds terrible, but like, no, I loved it. It's, yeah, it's way more exciting, mm-hmm. like than baseball. Like baseball is something that you really have to fall in love with, mm-hmm. for sure. Or else it's like, because if you if you're super fast or like you can jump high or you know these like really cool athletic traits, it won't. It doesn't tra- doesn't mean it's going to translate to you being a great baseball player. Yeah. But in like football and soccer and basketball, it can definitely translate like pretty immediate. Yeah. And so that's why people like those better because you can see the results like right away. You know, unless you're just like throwing 90 when you're like seven. But yeah, then you some get people them. have that. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, where'd you grow up? Bentonville, Arkansas. Okay. It's like 30 minutes away from Fayetteville when I went to Arkansas. And so it was going to the University of Arkansas was a dream for you? Honestly, no. No? Mm-mm. I didn't really think much about like where I wanted to go. I committed my sophomore summer, which I was like 15 or 16, so super early. And it was just- like baseball in Arkansas. Yeah, so I was a position player. Okay. So I- Got a scholarship for shortstop and Sweet. hit there. Yeah, and so it's hilarious how it works. It's just one summer, just my traveling team called the Express, just just a normal uh, tournament in Springdale, which is right between Fable and uh, Benville, and just went out there. Apparently, Vainhorn was there, the head coach there. I had no idea. Played pretty, played good. Came back the next day, played unreal. Right? It was just, it was just, I was just feeling it. Yeah. He hit three doubles, made two unreal slow, slow rollers. Just out of control, and then my pitch or my uh, head coach after that, I said like, you know what, guys, like we lost, I think, but he was just mother effing us, just not, not, we didn't play good, and he's like, you know what, I bet you Millville struck and just earned a scholarship today. It's like, what are you talking about? Two hours later, he calls me because back in the day, you had to call the head coach. Now it's changed. You did. Yeah. So, so you they called- weren't allowed to recruit me because I was so young. Now that switch nowadays where they can call anybody. What, now. what year was this? Cause I feel like I should know this. I mean, uh, I think I'm a little class, so I was sophomore, so 2012. Okay. Yeah, 2012, so that was way back. So like, you weren't allowed to call. It was like a certain day where you're allowed to get phone calls from coaches. Um, and that was some day, I don't know, it was June, maybe first or something like that. But yeah, so my uh, express coach calls me and says, hey, yeah, Van Horn wants to talk to you. I'm gonna give you his number. You're gonna call him. Like, okay. What was that happen. feeling like? I was casual. Fine. Yeah. Casual. I wasn't freaking out. I didn't even tell my parents about that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, sounds good. Whatever. So, I mean, I'm going to call him. I go into my parents' bathroom, and he's he's mowing the lawn and stops. Just, you know, the ones you ride? Yeah. He stops it, and it's just, just having a good time and offers me a scholarship. And um, it's still funny how this went down. 
So yeah, sounds good. Yeah, love it. And obviously, either if you want to go there, you say like, yes, sir, I want to be raised back. I want to commit. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I'm six. <laughs> I'm 16, and my parents' bathroom just having a phone call, right? Yeah. But okay, sounds good. Yeah, sure. And obviously, he's expecting me to say that. He's like, okay, all right, just like, well, let us know, get back to us. I was like, yes, sir, sounds good. Go out there and tell my parents that. Like, that's amazing. Like, did you commit? I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I like, what do you mean did I commit? And they're like, did you tell me you want to be a Razorback? It's like, no. Like, okay, so we called my uh, express coach, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you call him back right now, tell him you want to be a Razorback right now. I'm like, I, I thought he knew that. Like, <laughs> that I'm, he's like, no, you have to say the words. You want to commit, you want to be a Razorback. I was like, okay. How, so, they, how did your parents know that? I don't know. But your coach knew that. Yeah. For sure. I don't think my parents knew. They just asked if I committed. I said, um, like, and I said, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I said yes. I mean, I said, yeah, awesome thing. Yeah, like, I would love to. Thanks for the scholarship, you know, something like that. He's like, no, you have to say these words. And you mm-hmm. say you want to commit. So I had to call him back, and he was laughing. He's like, I was wondering, like, what was going on. I was like, yeah, no, I want to commit. He's like, okay, good. Good to hear. Funny story. That's awesome. I was just like, what the Let's go. Did you guys speak about that when you actually started going there? Or was it just like... No, straight business when you get there. Yeah? Yeah. So that was your sophomore year? Sophomore year in high school. And then you played... Sophomore summer. And then you just obviously crushed it your junior and senior year of high school? As a Not bad, yeah. I didn't do... So I didn't do as good as my sophomore year. So I was like the sophomore newcomer of like 7A baseball. Yeah. Just went off that year pitching and hitting. And had a good summer scholarship. And then played okay junior year. Played okay senior year. Just... Okay, nothing that as much as my sophomore year, mm. but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you, and then you, uh, your first year in Arkansas was 2014, 2015. 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Position player, third base and shortstop. You were, you were, you were recruited as a position player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted me. He didn't want me to stop pitching, but I told my high school coach I'm gonna stop pitching because I'm not pitching at the next level. I'm gonna work on hitting and fielding. And now you're pitching at the next the next level. The next the next level, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy how my Arkansas career went. Like, how did that work out at Arkansas? Like, how did that go? Uh, did you play your freshman year? Yeah, I played. So I started, like, we weren't that good freshman year. Um, I probably started half of the season, so, like, 35 games. Not bad as a freshman. Didn't hit too great. I was more of a defensive guy. I can, I'm pretty good defense, so. Your hands. Yeah. And so I started third base 35 times part of the year, and, did okay, hit like 210, or she's 210, 210, yeah, gotcha. something like that. Nothing too bad, but like a nine-hole defense replacement. And then went to summer ball, kind of started pitching a summer ball. Where did you play summer ball at? Uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. So I was Wilmington Sharks. and That's a nice place to be. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I only stayed there for like not too long, but I don't know the pitching coach. I can't think of the name. Mm-hmm. But... Obviously, I threw kind of like a sidearm. And he's like, man, you look real good off the mound. So, kind of just throwing some bullpens on the side. And it was nice. Could throw strikes, blah, blah, blah. Went good. Next thing you know, I'm a month into the season not thinking. I've thrown 20 innings and only had three at-bats. At, like, at Arkansas? No. Oh, at Summer Bowl. Summer Bowl. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. And so. So, you just like slowly became a PO. Slowly not thinking. Like, I haven't even talked to Van Horn about this. Oh, shit. The pitching coach there. I'm just like, oh, crap. So, we had a volunteer assistant here. I had to check up on him. And he calls me. I'm like, Chuck, here's what's going on. Yeah, his name's Chuck. I'm like, here's what's going on. That's perfect here. for the dramatic effect yeah, you have. Chuck, here's what's going on. I am not playing every day. I'm pitching. I say, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm throwing, pitching. I'm not hitting or fielding. 
Yeah, you probably need to call Van Horn and tell him that. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> you tell him that. I don't know. He's like, no, this is, you do it. Like, this is your career. I'm like, you're right, you're right. Call my parents. Like, what do I do? What do I say? Anyways, call him. Turns out he already knew. Oh. My name's already got back to him saying, I've been crushing it down here pitching. And I'm like, oh, you're not mad? Like, obviously, I did say that. I'm like, you're not mad? He's like, no, nah, man, I heard you crushing it. Just make sure you're getting some extra at-bats and all that. I'm like, okay. Sooner or later, my, uh, one of my grandpas died, so I got to come home, and then I didn't have to go back. So I just left it at that with, like, 20 innings there, just, like, 10 at-bats. Yeah. Left it at that. Sophomore fall is I was legit a two-way. I was pitching and hitting. Had a pretty good fall on both. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. And Van Horn would say, like, we can see you starting at third base Friday and Saturday. And then maybe, like, if your arm feels good, like, if we need you to close, you can close. Like, I, I was doing pretty good. Mm. And next you know, so the December meetings happen. And that's basically when you leave for Christmas and what they think you're at and where you're going to start next year. Basically, he said, we got you at starting third base every single game this year. What do you think? Turn it down. I said, no, I want to be a PO. Is that Whoa. Okay? He said, sounds good. You said that? Yeah. So what, how, He gave me an option, like obviously it was two way, but like he's like, you're going to be a starting third baseman. You've had a good fall, yeah. good bad and everything. I said, no, I want to, ch- I chose I choose pitching. What made you come to that decision? Future, future wise. You were thinking about your future more than you were thinking about your career in Arkansas. Yeah, which, Kind of messed up to say, but like I was still thinking about Arkansas, but sure. I was just thinking like long term, like, am I really going to be able to hit in the league? Sure. I don't know. You got guys throwing hundred. Like that's not easy. I I was a, I was a decent hitter. I didn't have the power. I, I was fast, singles, doubles in the gap kind of guy. Not the power, home run, all that stuff. So I was just like, you know what? No, I think POs. I think learn it a lot more get to know what's going on with my body, how to pitch, learn from that. And he's totally cool with it, he understood. Mm. So he said yes, and um, Coach Johnson at the time, who's with the head coach of the Minnesota Twins pitching now, they're pitching head coach, yeah. Love the idea. Two weeks into the season, TJ, pop my UCL. So Tommy John is like the most uh, yeah. common injury right for a baseball player. Majority mm-hmm. of pitchers get it. Some position players get it, but mostly pitchers get it. And um, recovery usually is uh, usually back to like 100%, usually, generally. Generally 100%, if not better. If not better. If you do the rehab uh-huh. correctly. But it takes it's 12 months. You know? 12 to 15 months, yeah. Um, you, you lose know, a whole every, year. Yeah, everyone's body is different, so some people don't come back as strong or as good or kind of mentally they're, they're a bit uh, distraught with what happened and they kind of can't come back from it. But generally speaking, you do come back stronger and better uh, mm-hmm. if you do the recovery and the rehab properly. Okay, go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. Okay, so uh, two weeks into your season. Two weeks into the season, pop that lot. Yeah, pop oh. that lot tech, I'm gonna change it up. Um, and it's not like you see videos online of crazy like Tommy John where it pops and they fall to the ground. Yeah. It does pop, but mine was like a mini pop I just felt it. I got, it was a pop-up. So like where I was out of anything, I was just kind of like going like this, walking off the field. Wasn't gonna say anything to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. My, be- my best man at my wedding, Isaiah Campbell, who's with Seattle, saw me rubbing my elbow. And asked what's wrong. I'm like, yeah, nothing really. Just, just like a little, guy. Yeah, guy. Like a little pop. I was like, he's like, okay. Goes and tell Coach Johnson. 
And Coach Johnson comes out. I'm like, oh, I mean, nothing really. Just like there's like the smallest pop. Like I don't know. Say like, okay. So the trainer Corey Wood takes me down, takes me to the dugout or downstairs or whatever, and we do kind of like it's like a Tommy John test kind of. Yeah. They're just doing all this stuff. Right. But this right here is like the ultimate decision. If you have it, you go like this, grab your thumb, and pull this direction. Right. Okay. I like. I can't even do that. Yeah. You grab the thumb and you pull it that direction. Yeah. Right here. And so basically. <laughs> What just popped? That was my, my shoulder. Jesus. I can't even get to my... Can you pull my thumb down? Just pull my thumb down. There we go. Okay. And you pull it that direction. Oh, I feel so good. that's like... I mean, this is my left arm pulling this way, so yeah. I might want to go this but way. So that's like your UCL, just stretching it. Painful oh. as hell. So that I did really that. So I kind of passed everything, and then I did that. Painful as hell. And obviously, you don't just tell someone that. So Corey just was very professional about it. He's just like... Yeah, we'll just get checked out, get looked at, we'll just... He, he kind of knew. Yeah. In the back of his head. Yeah. Well, she had checked out. Why don't you come to my room later? We'll do some rehab, do some stretching, massage and all that. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Right. Get back. Whatever. I don't even know I tore it yet. Guess who's the first person who tells me? Huh? Van Horn. He knew before you? He didn't know. So he... I'm already at the field for practice. I went to get MRI. And um, I'm at the field of practice and at the table, and he comes in. He got, he's got to come into the locker room, and he goes up to his office. Comes in. Apparently, he went to the off uh, the training room that's right there. Talked to Corey. Corey hasn't even told me yet oh. that is torn. Van Horn didn't know that. Van Horn continues to walk through the locker room. Comes up to me, shakes my hand, says, "Hey, I'm sorry to hear about it. We'll get you next year." The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, "Oh my God, you did." And then Corey's behind, he's like, I didn't tell him yet. Oh, I'm like, shit. No. And Van was like, I'm so I'm sorry. That's fine. You just you told me. So yeah. Toilet, surgery. So what was that? <clears throat> what was that initial feeling? I know you got told not, in a very awkward way. Yeah, yeah. Awkward, what is like, that? What is that feeling like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to play baseball now for a while? Weirdly wasn't bad. Like you think you're distraught, and which I think I called my mom and teared up a little bit, but like, I mean there's a lot more in life than just tearing it. You got like, there's a lot more than baseball than just me being a baseball player. So like, I just kind of took it like, all right, let's get this rehab. Let's see where we're at in a year. See if we can try to make things happen in like yeah. the draft. That's an interesting point that you make about you kind of already knew in your in your psyche that there was more to life than playing baseball. Yeah. That's, that's pretty uncommon actually for high level athletes. Yeah. Because our identity is wrapped up in the sport we play. Like, mm -hmm. who are you? I'm a baseball player. Well, no, Cody, you're much more, yeah. right? You're soon to be a husband, right? You're a thinker, you're a doer, you're a human, right? You're, of course, you're an athlete, right? Um, and so, like, was there someone who, like, like, brought that information on you? Or how did you gain that knowledge of knowing, like, okay, this is, this is just baseball. It's something I do love. Yeah but there's other shit that is also important in my life. I guess I just looked at like, I've, I took it as in like, I've seen a lot of guys come back from the stronger yeah. and just make make it like, it's <clears throat> not that big of a deal. It's Tom and John, it's a baseball thing. It's gonna happen to almost, hopefully not everybody, but a lot of kids, yeah. like it's gonna happen. It's just something, you don't do anything wrong. There's nothing that happens. It's just for some reason, that's just gonna pop, which yeah. obviously you can straighten, strengthen in and stuff like that. But like, it's just, sometimes it's just gonna pop. It's not your fault, you didn't do anything wrong. So I took it like, I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, yeah, my mechanics weren't the best because I was just learning the pitch with Coach Johnson when I said I want to be a PO. So mm -hmm. like, probably wasn't you and using my all lower half and my arm and everything. So I probably did have 
some messed up to do with it. Some but mechanical issues? Yeah, but like it wasn't anything crazy. It's just going to happen. So I just took it like, let's just get the surgery, rehab, and we'll just see where I'm at in a year. Took it very optimistically. Yeah. That's awesome. And so uh, were you um, in a relationship at this time? Ooh. I don't say no. That could also like... I want to say no. I don't think me and my fiance were together. Okay, but you met her in Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you do uh, 12 months of rehab. How was rehab? Actually, no. You didn't do 12 months of rehab. I rushed it. Okay. So it was... It's a business thing, but like basically I wasn't going to have my... So the following year comes... Uh, basically, it's just a business thing. I wasn't gonna have my spot on the team because I technically, when the season started, I was only gonna be like 10 months out. I wasn't gonna be fully ready, which as a business, I understand he's gotta give my spot to somebody else. He can't. So you were gonna lose your scholarship? I was gonna lose it, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's like really intense. Yeah. Okay, keep going. But like, I mean, no, nothing with Van Horn or Arkansas or anything. It's just how it works. Like, sure. I understood it. Like, you're hurt. I mean, you're hurt. But like, our first game, you are at 10 months. I don't know if you're gonna be fully ready. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I don't know either. Okay. So, I busted my ass off. I came back from Tom and John in 11 months. Wow. And which, that's probably why I did very poorly that year. I, uh, so I rushed it 11 months, supposed to be, sorry, 10 months. It's supposed to be technically 12 to 15. 12 to 15. That's just like, that's standard. That's standard. Like people go to the 18 and all that because they're just a little nervous. Yeah. I went 10. And the first, I was indoors there, I pitched and I hit like nine, I think it was 95 or 96. At 10 months out and Van Horn shut me down. He's like, all right, you're fine, you're good. You got your spot. <laughs> and I'm just like, hell yeah. So I worked all this way. It was gonna screw me in the future. Like I should not have rushed it. Yeah. But like, I mean, he had a mindset like, hey, like understand like, you're not gonna possibly have respond to the team, which I understood, but like, I'm like, I wanna fucking be on this team. Yeah. Like, we're really good, so I busted my ass off through 95, 96, 94, whatever. He said, you're good, you got your spot. Later in the future, that year, I just like, whenever I would throw one inning, I was out for like a month, because my arm was so sore. Because it just needed a longer break. Yeah. Because you didn't give it long enough time uh, before. I didn't, and so finally, just, I just didn't have that good of a year. Actually, it was all over the place. Velo wasn't technically there because I rushed it and just bad year. And then... How'd you guys do as a team? Did you make the College World Series? No, I think we lost it to a regional or super super to Missouri State that year. Mm. If I'm thinking right. Man, the regional is so fun. Yeah. We made it to one when I was playing in South Dakota State. Mm -hmm. We lost to uh, Oregon and San Francisco State. Or just San Francisco. But yeah, it was really fun. Okay, so now we're at your junior year, or your senior year, excuse me. We're at my senior year, redshirt junior. Bad year, redshirt sophomore year, redshirt junior. Just, I'm not sure what happened, but I didn't go play summer ball. I stayed back to just lift to get it, get it stronger and all that. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, but something clicked that year, and I just kind of figured it out. Was um was playing at the next level always in your thought process, or you yeah, or you didn't know at this point because you had a bad year before that? No, I did because so they we have a because you had still three, two more years of eligibility. Yeah, yeah. we have meetings with uh, scout pro scouts during the fall, and okay. I was all I always have meeting with some pro guys up there. So like I knew people were interested, so I was like, got me excited. So like yeah. I just need to have a good year. And I don't. I think baseball's weird, man. I just don't know what happened, but like I figured it out that year. Mm-hmm. But like velo, accuracy, off speed, I just figured it out. Just had a 
pretty good year and got drafted. <clears throat> Did you do anything differently with your body or with your mental state to, to have that kind of year? Or Honestly, just... probably mentally. So like I, pro- I, that year I had a fuck it year and just, I don't care what happens. Yeah. And that's, I've always been told from my parents and from coaches, like my best is when I look like I don't give a shit out there. Mm. That's when I'm the best. When I look like I'm caring too much, trying to make this change up, do this, trying to make my fastball do this, slide do this. That's when I'm all over the place, not throwing strikes, velo. When I look like I don't give a shit out there, I'm on point. Mm. And so I basically just had like, I could tell I had it cause like I could care less, like what happened. But like, I had a fucking year and I went off that year. Yeah. I did pretty good and yeah, yeah, drafted and. When did you get drafted? What? Four round or yeah. when? Ninth round. Ninth round, that's mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Day two. It's pretty sweet. But now I hate it because I think I'm back to my I, I care too much stage in pro ball because I struggled. Yeah. So I was just thinking way too much and then I'm thinking way too much in there because it's just like I want to make it. Obviously everyone wants to make it. Yeah. But like I mean I feel I know I have the stuff, but like my command right now is just booty cheeks. Booty cheeks. <laughs> it's so bad. That's what I miss about baseball is we've got some. Yeah, the slang, man. The slang. I was just so bad right now. And it's not bad, but it's bad to righties and I've, uh, we have a mental coach at Boston. I've talked to him and everything, and I'm just mentally like, to a fastball to right-handed hitters, that's it. I'm mentally stuck right now, and yeah. I have no idea why. What is he saying? Tell you. What is he saying about it? Did you talk to him regularly? Yeah, I did a lot during uh, spring training before we had to get sent home from COVID, yeah. and it's basically what we did. We just got on his computer, brought up when I was at Arkansas in a game where I was just dominating. Mm-hmm. So we brought up Ole Miss Super Regional game three when I threw like five innings and like we just shoved against them and he said what are you thinking there I'm like I don't know I probably wasn't thinking like if we're being honest like I he's like that's a fastball at 96 right there I'm like I can't, I can't do that right now and that was a, it was a right handed hitter yeah and it was against I think it was Kessinger who went like round two he's a stud yeah. at Ole Miss just dawn on him I'm just like he's like what's going on right there I'm like I don't know I really don't like right now. I'm just like for some reason, it, it didn't start until I got drafted. This like block to right-handed hitters with fastballs. And then worst thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so a couple, yeah, a couple. I have a question on that, but so for people, there's three states of mind that you can be in. Okay. Right. You can be in a negative mind. Mm-hmm. You can be in a positive mind, and you can be in no mind. And no, no mind, mind. No mind is the flow state, right? It's the optimal state a human can be in. That's the that's your state. That's everyone's state where we're not thinking about anything. Things are automatic. Mm-hmm. We're just like in a trance. Everything's fucking flowing. In baseball. If your hitter looks like a beach ball, you're like spotting right. up. That's the no mind, right? But we're in that that state of mind only like ten to fifty percent of the time, right? And the only way to get there is to be in positive mind more often, right? So at so negative mind the the way you say to yourself is, oh, I can't make this pitch. I'm never going to get this guy out. The way to get out of that state of mind is stop, be aware of those thoughts and be like, oh, is this actually true? No, I've made this pitch 117 times before. No, it's not actually true. So then you, okay, so those negative thoughts aren't true. And then you switch to positive, like, oh, I can do this. I'm going to make this pitch. This is my hitter, right? And then that just kind of flows you into no mind. And then you just start getting after it and throw a perfect game. Yeah. So that's I mean, you, what you're saying is true, right? Yeah. Obviously, I'm just saying it in a more technical term for people to kind of understand it so they can work it in their real lives. Um, but yeah, it's 100% true, right? Yes. 
And so do you think the block came from where when you got stuck became when like, because now you're a pro, right? So there's this, like, you can make it to the major leagues. Is that kind of trajectory is what putting like some pressure on you to get that block or it might be something else? I don't know. It's probably, probably that knowing that like, I want to say I'm knocking at the door, but like I'm on the right path to making it to the majors. Yeah. And just having that in the back of my mind, like I have to have good years. I have to have good years. Like it's just how you move up in the league. I mean, right. It's just plain simple. You pitch good, you move up. Yeah. And like, so I think that's in the back of my head and I don't know, physically. Like, I mean, I honestly only throw off-speed to righties. I mean, it's good off-speed. I can get righties out, but like, sure. they're just, when you get to a certain level, which is probably where I'm going this year, you got hitters who are gonna sit on that and they're gonna titty you. And it's you gotta be, like, be able to throw the fastball. You gotta be able to throw the fastball and command it. And it's just like, lefties, I'm good. I can throw all four pitches for strikes, or all three pitches for lefty to strike. It's just the fastball to righties. Right, is there something going on? Yeah, it's just I either hit them or I yank in and walk because I don't want to hit them. Mm. And then so what happened there? I was my velo was good. I felt good and uh, lefty. He was up first, which I like. I like it when lefty start off so I can figure out where I'm at. Mm. Right, and so like it's obviously something mechanically, but like for some reason I don't. I can't fix it when I'm. Up pitching for some reason and like that's how you won't make it because major leaguers when they do something wrong they know exactly what they did wrong they can fix it immediately mm. during their outing mm. and I know I'm not at that level yet because whenever I throw a fastball to a lefty and it's high up and in they would know what to fix while yeah. me I'm just like still trying to like just throw it really hard right down the middle right yeah so it's just it's weird. That's very interesting, right? They're super aware of their body. Yeah. And where their foot might have stepped or where their arm might have dragged to where they might have thrown a baseball two or three inches mm-hmm. difference. Because that's all That's it what is, makes right? them pros. That's it's why they... It's di- difference. No, it's, it's like yeah. this. That's what makes them elite. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why what, they make it. That's what makes them the tip of the arrow. That's mm-hmm. very They're interesting. They're consistent. But I mean, granted, right, you've only been a PO since what? Two thousand. I've only been a PO for like... Technically, like three, four years, which is like, like not a long time, yeah. right? So I'm still learning, which I give myself the benefit of the doubt. But then again, it's like I'm 24; I don't have much longer for me to figure it out. How wild is that, though? That a 24 year old man is saying that? <laughs> you know how yeah. interesting that is, sports, right? That yeah. that's the dynamic we've created in sports. That there's always someone coming up behind us that's younger, better, faster, stronger. Everything, everything above. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You don't have. I don't like to put that on myself, but like, I mean, yeah, I don't have long time. I got like two, three years to figure it out, two. But you can my age. Yeah, you just can, like yeah. Your, just like the season you got drafted, right? It clicks mm-hmm. at some point. I just, yeah, I got to learn to go back to the fuck it stage, but I think I just care way too much because, I mean, I'm right there. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in an organization. That's right. all you need to do, and then you just need to ball out for like three years, and you... And you're in an amazing organization, yeah. too, with storied history and shit. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that playing a part, too? World Series well, championship. Not really. I don't think about that too much. I yeah. just try. I'm trying to make it there, and then I'll learn all that and then stuff. Once you get that, that yeah. sweet jersey with your name on the back, that'd be dope. Yeah, I believe in you. So that's what I'm dealing with. My other than that, I'm doing great. That's cool. Yeah. Your fiance is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good. <clears throat> How was COVID for you guys? Since you didn't really play, right? Not bad. Not bad. Um, or pandemic or yeah, we got uh, sent home during spring training, and then Which her and. April, yeah. right? And then her school shut down and everything was on Zooms. So we both came back to Benville. She basically lived with me before we got engaged. So she was technically just my girlfriend. She lived with me in my parents' house for probably two or three months. Yeah. 
before she was able to go back here to Dallas and to get back into school and go into clinics and stuff like that. So when did you guys move here? July. Oh, like recently? Yeah, it was just the summer. Oh, that's yeah, we haven't been here. Like, she's been here for two years. I've only been here for like four months. I remember you saying that when we yeah. first met. She's yeah. been here for two years. So she, she knows that in baseball, you can kind of live wherever you want in the off season. Right. So she kind of dragged me down here, but I love Texas. You like it now? Mm-hmm. Love it. I don't want to leave. She knows that too. It's a good place to live. Mm-hmm. It really is. You have everything. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Like you can live in Plano McKinney and you want to have a little date night, get a little rowdy. You can go to downtown mm-hmm. Dallas, uptown Deep Ellum. And you're like, it's only 30 minutes away. It's true. And you have Frisco that has all that environment just like uptown. And You've hit all these spots. In the I have, yeah, I plan months. on it. I leave in like two and a half weeks, three weeks. I plan on hitting everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hmm. Okay, so how was your first podcast? Oh, is it? I don't know. I'm not, I'm it's not good. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. I've always been bad at interviews, man. You're going to do a lot more of these, you know? When? Because you're a pro athlete. People are going to ask you to yeah. speak and, you know, and tell your story. Well, like it's, the story part is different. Usually when you get interviewed, it's about your team, this and that. So you kind of have to know some facts. Sure. So, like, that's where I'm like, oh, shit, shit. Like, that was super easy because, like, I just talked about myself and just right. what I've been through, what I'm dealing with, yeah. life. Like, other than that, interviews are like, so um, third-ranked prospect in your organization, blah, blah, blah. How'd you think he did today? And like, what can he do better? And just like, <laughs> uh, I thought he did great today. Uh, that's why he's our third ranking prospect for a reason. You know, right. it's, just, it's just more of like facts when it comes to interviews and I just can't do that. There's, I did a decent amount at Arkansas, but course, we had a, a division one school. We had a interview day one day and you're supposed to sit in front of your locker. So the cameras and everything know what you look at. I would be in the bathroom stall the entire day. Really? And if, the, uh, yeah, if the news are listening to this, yeah, I would hide from them. Just because you didn't want to do it? You yeah. That, like, that yeah. makes you more nervous than pitching a big game? 100%. 100%. Just doing interviews, man. I can't do them. I'm bad. I feel like I'm bad at them. And then when I rewatch them, I feel like I'm bad, but everyone's like, dude, that was fine. I'm like, no, it wasn't. I did something to me. This is one interview that's out there. And the reason why it sucked is because, like, I'm around my friends when these interviews are happening. Well, of course. And so it's like... They're making faces behind the camera. And it's like, dude, but there's this one interview. So I'm sitting in a chair like this. We're inside. It's called the Fowler, but it's our inside facility. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just, it's just a normal interview. But um, so I pitched really good against La Tech. So when I tore my Tommy John sophomore year, yeah. I played in my redshirt junior year. I think I did. It was my best outing. I went like 11 Ks, five innings. Let's go, dude. Yeah. And so we have a really big Hawks, Hawks fan named Ryan Folks who made a video on YouTube. That's tight. And so one of the questions in the interview is basically saying like, yeah, so the game's changed a lot. We've done a lot of analytics. What is your favorite part about analytics? And like, how do you see it helping yourself throughout the game? First of all, hell of a question. That's a lot to answer. I know. And so analytics my- question about baseball and like stats <laughs> and the numbers and like diving deep into that. That's like a lot. Of, and like, lot. how are you going to do that in and turn it into your game and your career. I'm like, and so the face I'm making during this question, it's just like, <laughs> like, it looks like the hardest question ever. My face is like this. And then I just like, oh yeah, I'm a big spin rate guy. Big spin rate guy. <laughs> what does that mean? 
Okay, so the big spin rate. The video the guy put together was. It starts off with that video of my face like this, yeah. and then I stand up, I'm like, oh, big spin right guy, and then it goes into my strikeouts. I'm just like, I look so stupid. My can you fit. explain what spin rate means? I mean, I kind of can. So basically, rap soda track made a fly scope, they like track your ball. Yeah. So spin rate is, is like, you know, like the, the ball spinning when you right, throw it. Right. So you have backspin, this spin, change up, that spin. So mm-hmm. like basically what, it will show you which way your ball is spinning, and it'll show you the rate. So like a low spin rate is really good for a changeup because you don't want it to move much. You want it to drop off. So like 1,500, 1,600 RPMs. Yeah. Fastball, you want it to be high up like 2,300. So you want to get that four spin, like mm. backspin on it. So like it's, I'm still learning, but I got a lot of it from Arkansas. So. Do you guys dive deep into these kind of numbers at like post-pitching performance? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go back and you, you watch everything, especially on bullpens during the week. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going back to Arkansas. But bullpens in the week when you would do that, you would just literally you throw a pitch, stay off the mound. You have an iPad right there, look at everything. Wow. Yeah. That's it's, intense. Dude, it's big analytics nowadays. That uh, it kind of makes the game, you know, less. A lot easier, honestly. It can make it easier, but it also can make it harder because you have so many things in the back of your mind about what I could do, where this could go, instead yeah. of just like performing like an athlete that you are. Mm-hmm. So it can go both ways, but I get it. Like bat speed now uh, is like you can track it, yeah. you know, and uh, the ball off the bat, right? All that mm-hmm. stuff is like they weren't doing that when I was playing. Um, but I was only stopped playing in 2014. Like now, all these things are like, yeah. Like, the kids that I coach now are always asking me like what my bat speed was and how hard I hit a ball. Exit velo and all Exit, that. Stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. No one was tracking that. Plus, I went to South Dakota State. It was nice that we had gloves to play baseball. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to the Jackrabbits for great. Anyways, um, Jackrabbits. Yeah, Jackrabbits. Uh, we played. We played you guys in a two-game series the year before I got there. But it was like 2009. Oh, really? We beat you once. Way back then. South Dakota State beat the Arkansas. Put that. Note that down. Okay. Write that down. 2009. Like 2009. Make sure you remember that. Yeah, it's a big deal. <clears throat> um, cool. This was great. Thank you for doing yeah. this. You're a rock star, dude. Thanks for having me. Now you got a league of Jackson Stone fans gonna follow you to make sure you make it to the show. Yeah. There's like four of us, so we're 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 behind There's four. You. There's like four. There's like four hardcore fans, and we got you. Okay. There we go. Yeah. We're starting. We're starting the. Um, what's the? Uh, uh, okay. Totally blank. Like platform. Um. Marketing. Like. Um. I have it. Just wait two seconds. Um, One two. Um, don't have it. Damn. Um, when you know when uh, when someone I don't know. Never mind. Scratch it. <laughs> Where were you going with that? I thought I had something. Um, anyways, no. But for real though, thank you for doing this. Yeah. No um, especially when you're about to leave and you're trying to get ready to play. Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts, remarks, comments, funny stories, questions, concerns? Where people can find you? No. No. <laughs> no. Pretty. Pretty easy. Uh, you can follow Cody Scroggins on Instagram. I don't know if he posts a lot, but he's got some lovely photos with his wife. Yeah. Uh, fiance. Fiance. Kind of the same thing. It is the same thing. Yeah. Dude, uh, so I think I only have like 39 posts. I started getting into posting my sophomore year in college. Yeah. She was like, you need to post more. I'm like, I'm like you're <laughs> right. Like, I was only at like, I had these like high school pics way back. Yeah. Just like, you're right. I need to. So I only have like 39. Mm. Well, we're following your journey to the majors. Yeah. Good luck this season. Thank you. And uh, when you make it big, yeah, we'll have you come back on the show. 
Okay. Because I played with Blake Trinan, now he's a World Series champion, uh -huh. but he won't come on my show. <laughs> so, uh, that's but you won't come. But, so, hopefully you will. But thanks. Yeah, you. yeah no problem, man. Uh, thanks for watching. Share with a friend. I appreciate you. Like, subscribe, comment. Uh, have a fucking fantastic day. You're a rock star.